0: and welcome back to BoJack HorsePod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today, we will be talking about Season 6, Episode 7 of BoJack Horseman, The Face of Depression. I'm Kirsten McGinnis, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you?
1: Doing great. You sound slightly better.
0: We are recording this two days after our last recording, and I have improved. So... Mm -hmm. Still in COVID isolation, but, you know, marginal improvements.
1: Continued thoughts and prayers for Kirsten?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, by the time this one comes out, <laughs> I will be, I pray to God, testing negative <laughs> and out of isolation. Yes,
1: I'm sure our thoughts and prayers will have done their work by then.
0: Oh, good. Because <laughs> I know last week's episode, that's going to come out when I'm, when I'm still locked in my house.
1: Yes, tomorrow, but this, in fact. Tom- tomorrow, in fact.
0: i think on wednesday i can test again to see where i'm at so i guess i'll wake up wednesday morning and take a covid test what
1: a treat i was reading a review or maybe someone wrote in it's gonna come up later but i'll say it now there was someone that sent a message and was like oh i'm like catching up on your old episodes and it's so funny to hear you guys talking about like wanting to get your first covid dose like such a time capsule
0: it is (laughs) listen What have I said? I want this podcast to exist in a time and a place. I want people to know (laughs) that it was during COVID. I have noticed people with an alarming tendency to say, back in COVID or one COVID. And I'm like, let me be a case study that COVID is still happening.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the novel coronavirus.
0: But it's so much funnier to call
1: it novel (laughs) coronavirus. Like, um, why? Tickled me.
0: <laughs> why is that the funniest? I don't know why it's the funniest story, but it just is. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: anyways, yes. please continue to send thoughts and prayers, I guess, to Lindsay, because she's been dodging this thing for over two years.
1: I know. I said the other day that I feel like everyone's just talking about it like it's over. And I'm like, yeah, I guess like everyone's just had it now. And then I was like, wait, I haven't had it. <laughs>
0: It seems like everyone who hasn't had it is getting it. So, Mm -hmm. thoughts and prayers to Lindsay so that she continues to dip and dodge. I literally, (laughs) when I got on my vacation, I was saying things like, I just don't see COVID as part of my journey for myself. (laughs) And then, like, four days later, tested positive. Oh, no. <laughs> I may have contracted COVID while saying, oh, I just don't see that for myself. It's not part of my journey.
1: Because you're a powerful witch.
0: <laughs> no, I'm like a very ineffectual witch.
1: Someone is a powerful witch. Someone is
0: a powerful witch. <laughs> a powerful witch whoever did this to me. <laughs> but Lindsay, how are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm fine. Still no COVID. So.
0: I, listen, your days are numbered. <laughs> I was about I to call know. you a bitch. I was about to be like, "Well, your days are numbered, bitch." And then I was like, "That's not Lindsay and I's friendship."
1: It would have made me laugh really hard, but <laughs> fair point. Oh god! Like, what <laughs> Hazel tells a story about the first she can remember—the first time she called me a bitch—and it was much the same. And she was like, "Oh, I've gone too far."
0: <laughs> well, Hazel, I relate to you in that moment. <laughs>
1: oh god at least
0: i recognized what i was doing (laughs) because then i could just i stop myself and then i could be like this is what i was about to say (laughs) is that better Um, i don't know listen (laughs) i should get excuses made for me because i'm ill
1: (laughs) you're you're in your sick bed i'm in my
0: sick bed but not i'm at my desk
1: look at me Twice now. Last time Twice. as well.
0: Twice in a row. Two mm-hmm. times. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> Should we tell the
1: people what time it is? Scally. What time is it?
0: <laughs> Scally.
1: I haven't decided if that'll go before or after the what time is it.
0: <laughs> I love I think we could do yours before mine after. <laughs> good, um, good. Anyways, thanks, Scally for leading us into the very riveting what-time-is-it-right-now segment. (laughs) We are recording on Monday, May 9th, 2022, and in the Pacific time zone, it is 8.37 p.m. In New York, it is 11.37 p.m. In London, it is Tuesday, May 10th at 4.37 a.m. And in Hong Kong, it is Tuesday, May 10th at 11.37 a.m. And that's what time it is right now.
1: Do you think those people who are already in May 10th have listened to our episode yet? Ooh, maybe.
0: (laughs) I mean, they still won't listen to this one for a week.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Wait, no, doesn't our episode just drop at midnight Eastern time? Definitely it does, yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, another 20 minutes or so before anyone will have had the opportunity to listen. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if it came out, like, rolling at midnight and everything?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think we should implement that.
0: (laughs) No! That is so enhanced. spoilers <laughs> no we're not doing it. I I know I have no control over that because Lindsay like does all of the magic with the computer that makes the podcast go to your phones um
1: but <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny
0: but, but uh, the
1: podcast go to your phone
0: I don't know how does it work I guess you upload it somewhere who knows <laughs> I, I assume it goes to the cloud whatever yeah, that means and then who knows <laughs> i don't know when it's in the cloud does it rain into
1: your phone? there's really no way to know
0: <laughs> it's in the cloud oh my God. okay well should we tell people what holidays there are
1: yeah what is okay. this may 17th
0: yeah so this is may 17th this episode will come out and i have to say up front The first holiday is a very important day, and all of the rest are extremely frivolous, and so (laughs) it's going to be really difficult (laughs) to transition from the important to the frivolous. Okay. (laughs) So the first one is that it's the International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, and Transphobia. Very important day.
1: Very important. It's funny. I was like, oh, I can put like a sound effect or something, but I was like, oh, no, even the sound effect will be frivolous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So May 17th was chosen... Because it is the anniversary of when the World Health Organization declassified homosexuality as a mental disorder, which happened in 1990.
1: Oh, my God. I thought it was going to be like 1986 or something. I was like, even that's too late. It was four years later
0: even than (laughs)
1: oh my god i like
0: how oh, your idea <laughs> this guy thought it was me nineteen eighties.
1: i was like it's gonna be some like absurd number in the 80s i was like no it's even worse even worse than that yeah
0: and they <laughs> only they only added transphobia in 2009 and biphobia in 2015 so like we're, <sighs> we're all late on the game yeah god but i think i can speak for both of us when i say the bojack horse very firmly stands against homophobia biphobia and transphobia
1: Yes, very firmly. So
0: that was the series. Now we're going Now I'm moving into something frivolous, and I'm sorry. There's no natural way <laughs> to do it. On the website, it listed International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, and Transphobia as the second holiday, and I was like, "Well, that <laughs> that cannot stand. We have to give it top <laughs> listing." The website gave top listing to Dinosaur Day.
1: Oh, that's a good day too.
0: Which it gets two days of the year. It's the third Tuesday in May, but also on June first.
1: It's a different dinosaurs.
0: I guess there are a lot of different kinds of dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. It's also a (laughs) National Cherry Cobbler Day.
1: How do you feel about cherries?
0: Cherries are fine.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not really a cherry guy.
0: I'm not like a big cherry guy. But I'm not going to be like, ugh, a cherry if someone offered one to me. I don't love eating food that has a pit still inside it. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of work. Yeah. Have you ever read Cherry Cobbler, though?
1: Absolutely not.
0: What is – it's a deep-dish fruit pie made of biscuit dough. And cobblers are named as such because of their rough look, like they were cobbled together. (laughs) I didn't
1: know that. That's a good fact.
0: That's a great cobbler fact for all you cobbler heads out there. <laughs>
1: uh- <laughs> cobbler heads.
0: It's also, this is very relevant for both of us because we live on the West Coast. Not because mm. we would do this because it's National Mushroom Hunting Day.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I would never do that. I do like I- mushrooms, though.
0: I like mushrooms, too, but when I was five ate mushrooms off the lawn and had to go to the emergency room, so I will certainly not be foraging wild mushrooms. <laughs> Your
1: first foray into foraging.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I foraged off someone's lawn that had just been fertilized. It turns out oh, that's God. not the, mo- the move.
1: Like, look, mushrooms. <laughs> Such bounty. You know, it was uh, a
0: mean friend, like, was bullying me into doing it, actually, and mm. e- honestly, in hindsight... I don't even know if I actually ate the mushrooms because I know I pretended to eat them and then she got mad at me. And then I pre- i don't know if I ate them or pretended to. And then she took me home and told on me. Like, what a mean friend.
1: Yeah, she sounds like a very bad friend.
0: We don't talk anymore.
1: Yeah, well, maybe you uh, we shouldn't.
0: It's also <laughs> National Pack Rat Day, which is funny because I have a picture of actual rats, but it's about
1: Red people who, shit.
0: like, own things and so it can be viewed as like celebrating collecting things but it can also be viewed as a day to declutter clean and learn about the dangers of hoarding
1: yeah we're always cleaning up why do we have to do that all the time
0: why is i mean if you could see if everyone could see my apartment like Lindsay could see i need to (laughs) clean up but i'm in my sick bed so i will not be doing that yet
1: it's always like get organized day or like organize all your shit day. Oh, uh, or... clean
0: off your desk day. <laughs> clean mm. off your desk
1: day. These days.
0: Listen, I have a full-time job and four weekly podcasts. So when am I supposed to clean up? Truly. On a Tuesday? No. Absolutely Think not. not.
1: True. That's a great point. Who's cleaning on a Tuesday? Get out get of here. Bent. Yeah.
0: I'll clean on Sunday. Like the that's good the Lord intended. intended. <laughs> <laughs> It's also, okay, I feel like we're having fun with the holidays, so I don't even feel bad. It's National Walnut Day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, walnuts are fine.
0: Do you like, well, I don't know if I've ever eaten a walnut.
1: Sometimes I'll put them in a the salad or something if I'm trying to be fancy.
0: Hmm. It's also, <laughs> Lindsay will love this because she's been known to imbibe in several glasses of wine.
1: <laughs> I really thought you were about to say it's Lindsay Wilson Day. <laughs>
0: it's like, what? It's, it's Pinot Grigio Day.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know anything about the kinds of wine.
0: Pinot Grigio is a nice white wine. Yeah. You'd love
1: it. <laughs> More of a red guy myself.
0: Oh. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> um. Face. It's uh. <laughs> I sometimes like, I mostly like red wine in a sangria. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sort of ambivalent about sangria.
0: What you it's don't fine. like juice? <laughs> it's like fine. I don't. I don't understand.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's World Telecommunication and Information Society Day.
1: We are contributing to that in a big way. Yeah, that's us. Mm-hmm. Our, we're
0: in the cloud?
1: We're in the cloud, famously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, and then I actually lied. There's two more serious ones. It's World Hypertension Day, mm-hmm. and it's World neurofibromatosis awareness day what's neurofibromatosis the website doesn't say
1: how can you good
0: how can you say you're spreading awareness when you aren't telling (laughs) me what the thing is (laughs) it's a it's a group of genetic disorders that cause tumors to form on nerve tissue and they can develop anywhere in the nervous system including the brain spinal cord and nerves yeah that sounds bro bad
1: yeah that's no good all right well we're yeah. now aware of that.
0: Now we know. Yep. Not thanks to the website because I had to do a separate <laughs> Google search.
1: Nonsense.
0: These people. Anyways, I guess should we talk about this episode of BoJack? I guess so. We uh, we got a nice fourteen minutes out of the. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were short last time because you were dying, so we uh, kept it tight last time. But I'm still dying, and
0: I ap- apologize for every cough that you'll have to edit out of this.
1: it's fine i think i got them all last time
0: a i feel bad for you for having to hear okay no a i feel bad for me for having to experience it b i feel bad for you for having to hear it and then it's just too disgusting to make the listeners hear too (laughs) it's fine Lindsay's a pro she she's on summer vacation (laughs) okay yep (laughs) bojack the face of depression
1: yeah, surprisingly not as depressing an episode as I would have thought given yeah, the name.
0: Chappelle could have easily come on for this episode.
1: Yeah, except that he just like doesn't tell us when he wants to secretly come on. Who knew?
0: All I know is I miss Chappelle and it would be nice if he would podcast with us again.
1: Be nice if he cared about us.
0: Chappelle doesn't respect us and it and shows. It shows. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Do what makes me so mad about that catchphrase from Chappelle Lindsay? What? I said it. I said it to Chappelle on a call that was not recorded, and then he stole it and made it his catchphrase. And now people think he said it first.
1: <laughs> I said uh, it. Stealing credit, <laughs> unacceptable.
0: Ah, uh, it's fine. Now I've aired <laughs> it out, and we can share it together.
1: It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, and if he wants to come on and defend himself,
0: listen, it's like he you has to have to come on the podcast. You have my number, Chappelle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have a DM conversation with Lindsay.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't have my number, but you do have my messenger account. Well, I mean,
0: he would cost you a lot of money if he was texting you because you have an Android and he's in another mm. country.
1: Yeah, does cost me a lot of money. super annoying.
0: I pay $5 a month so I can text Americans.
1: Mm, smart.
0: Do you know who the only, like, the only Americans with Androids I'm talking to are like Puya? I pay $5 <laughs> a month so I can talk to Puya. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and I could talk to you on other platforms for free.
1: He doesn't even listen to our podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he's never watched the show, I don't think.
1: Well, no time like the present. <laughs> can learn yeah. about the vaccine situation in January 2021.
0: <laughs> Honestly, perfect timing. Okay, so <laughs> this episode, I liked it.
1: It's really good. It's not nearly as sad as I thought it was going to be. It was surprisingly heartwarming at the end like optimistic
0: did you cry at the end i cried at the
1: end i think i would have cried if i hadn't accidentally watched this in two segments where i watched the first like 17 minutes of it this morning and then was like oh shit i gotta go to work and then i watched the last seven minutes right before we hopped down here so i think i wrecked the momentum a little bit but i think i probably would have cried
0: i liked it when you texted me being like i'm gonna be a little late i have seven minutes to watch i had 11 minutes of the episode left at that <laughs> point in time <laughs> Incredible, <laughs> but you still messaged me with the Zoom link after I was done, so we're good. Out. Good,
1: yeah. I looked at the time; it was eight oh five, and I was like, "That's not so bad." It's
0: it's fine. <laughs> so, Bojack is home.
1: Mm-hmm. His house yeah. is
0: absolutely trapped. Not one person thought to go check on Bojack's house while he was away.
1: Yeah, it's gross. And I think they do a good job even with like the little sound effects where he's like picking up a disgusting banana peel and you can kind of hear that it's disgusting. And like, I honestly had to think about it. I was like, what was he doing before he left for rehab? Why is his house so gross? And I was like, all right, the pills.
0: He was doing a lot of pills. That's actually why (laughs) why he went to rehab. rehab. (laughs) (laughs) I really liked how they did the montage of him cleaning up and like seeing flashes of what happened Mm -hmm. in those locations in the house, not just in his like bender right before rehab i guess it wasn't really a bender it was just addiction but and then also like stuff that happened you know over the years
1: before Mm -hmm. yeah i thought this was really good very sad but really well done i think where he's like flashing back to when he threw the baby at the window and like the baby doll telling todd that he slept with emily and then like it also has like the reactions of people like Diane saying you haven't changed at all and Todd being like you are all the things that are wrong with you. Like this is really well done.
0: I li- I feel like we've been watching this show long enough that we should be used to being like, that was good. But I'm still like, oh, I wish I had more to add. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're like, that was good and I am sad. It's like, yeah.
0: It made, me f- it made me feel emotions and it was well done. But Bojack, you know, he goes to an AA meeting.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you know immediately, so there's a moment where he goes over to the table to get some coffee, and there's something on a plate, and he goes, ugh. Did you know, understand that immediately?
0: No. Oh, it was honeydew.
1: It was honeydew. I didn't I know I It just
0: clicked for me. It literally <laughs> looked like sponges. I was like-
1: Yeah, they're like perfect squares. It's weird.
0: I was like, what is that? But no, it just <laughs> is occurring to me now that it was that was the biggest plate of honeydew I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that's the only thing being served. No donuts inside, just honeydew.
0: My boyfriend likes honeydew. Oh. Like melon. Are you okay with
1: that? We can share a fruit tray, Well, it's
0: exactly. It's like we're very <laughs> fruit salad compatible because, like, I'm out here eating all the grapes, and he's like... Grapes are my least favorite part of the fruit salad. To be fair, oh it's God, because they're it's hard so to, compatible. to be fair. It's because they're hard to get on a fork. And normally, if we're eating a fruit salad, we're driving somewhere, and he's driving. <laughs> but very fruit salad compatible. At first, I was like, "What is wrong with you?" And then I was like, "Wait a second, I will never be forced to eat a piece of honeydew <laughs> again."
1: And you can eat all of the grapes. What I know, That's great.
0: I know. I'm really out here winning. But yes, yeah, so
1: <laughs> love that for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not for us. <laughs> I mean, at what point in time will you, me, and Josh all be sharing one fruit salad? That's
1: great. Yeah, am I just stuck with the friggin' like cantaloupe?
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like you would be sharing with Cam.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, so I can pick <laughs> whatever I want. What will he get? I'll give him the honeydew. <laughs> <laughs> Does he like it? I don't. I honestly don't know. I think he does. We had a little fruit cup thing before we went to Costa Rica, and I think he ate the honeydew. Oh,
0: and you sent me a picture of it and was like, this was
1: $9. It was $9, and it was so small and so bad. Oh, it was like the worst fruit salad cup thing anyone's ever had.
0: Okay, anyways, back to the AA meeting. Sharona, um, the hairdresser, is there.
1: Yes, he recognizes her from her tattoos.
0: She never filled in that tattoo, I guess.
1: Yeah, just an outline still.
0: And voiced by Amy Sedaris.
1: Oh, yeah, I think that makes sense now that I think about it.
0: But yet, I don't think that she has been in the previous episodes. Is that true? <laughs> but because was it we were trying to figure out who was voicing her last time, and we couldn't figure it
1: out. Oh really? Oh man.
0: Anyways, it's fine. Voiced by Amy Sedaris. We've spoken about her a great length. Yeah,
1: who we know and love. <laughs>
0: Who we know and we love. There's another voice in this episode that we know and love. Did you recognize it?
1: Nicole Byer. No.
0: <laughs> At, later in the airport, there's the man who went on a date with Maud,
1: mm-hmm.
0: voiced by Joel Kim Booster. What?
1: <laughs> we do love him. I'm so sad about this still.
0: I Ugh. I know, I know, but we'll be okay. We'll we we'll get through.
1: Yeah, we'll get through it. Okay.
0: <laughs> I also, I did not recognize Joel Kim Booster's
1: voice because he was
0: doing voice acting. It was not just like mm-hmm. his voice. But then when I pulled <laughs> yeah. up the IMDb, I was like, Joel Kim Booster?
1: Incredible. Of our beloved urgent care.
0: Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Gone but not forgotten. Okay, so we see Sharona because of her tattoo, which she never got filled in, which I genuinely don't understand it's been mm-hmm. how long many many moons
1: and mm-hmm. maybe she couldn't afford it after bojack got her fired that's so sad mm-hmm.
0: she never at any point in the last like 30 years was able to afford a tattoo appointment
1: she called for a reference and they were like Oh, i heard you got fired for giving alcohol to a child that is
0: i mean hollywood will l- give people jobs for doing way worse stuff to children so i think she would have been okay <laughs>
1: that's some dark shit but you're right
0: (laughs) no i listened to a whole episode of the beyond the blinds podcast where they went through like court proceedings and stuff about a lot of like literal pedos that worked in hollywood for a long time Mm. and they would like there was no law preventing someone who was convicted of a sex crime involving a child from working with children they just would go work for another network and that there was no law prohibiting that Into like I think the 2000s. It's actually the darkest shit.
1: (sighs) Why is everything terrible? Yeah.
0: So we get the flashback of how Sharona finds out that she's going to get fired. Bojack saying, if I take the fall, the show is over. Everything I did to save the show will be for nothing. I can get you a job on coach. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what if I say no? Bojack's like, no one is asking you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And this is like the resolution to. We've we've gotten like hints at it along the way, but this is the resolution to most recently what we saw in A Little Uneven is all. And Mm. we're like seeing that she is in fact going to take the fall. And yeah, like that's such a dark line when he says, No one's asking you. It's just like, this is what's happening. It's like,
0: you're getting fired and that's all. Deal with it. We get a little bit of a setup in Chicago with Guy and Diane. Guy is supposed to go to the Galapagos to film turtles and bikinis
1: yeah it's the national geographic swimsuit edition <laughs> this really made me laugh
0: <laughs> i mean a turtle is always wearing a one piece like what does a turtle in a two-piece look like
1: <laughs> great question it's always wearing a one piece
0: well they are
1: a very modest one
0: <laughs> it's like an old-timey swimsuit
1: yeah bathing costume yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't want to go because Diane's depressed and Diane's like, um, mm. I'm not depressed. He's like, Your psychiatrist said you're depressed and prescribed these antidepressants.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't have depression. I'm just like a little sad or something.
0: <laughs> and that's ma'am, I think you might be depressed.
1: Yeah, it's really bad. And then she's like, oh, well, like, it's fine because my best stuff comes out when I hate myself. And Guy's like, yeah, but you're not doing anything.
0: The guy's like, what? Stop.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah. he's like, why don't you just try taking these antidepressants your doctor prescribed? And she's like, oh, no, I was on Prozac in college and I hated it. Mm-hmm. And, and like, very, very real. It is not easy to find meds that work for you. Like, regardless mm-hmm. of the specific mental health diagnosis, very hard. I also was on Prozac in college. The mm-hmm. problem was, is I loved it. <laughs> it made me so manic. It was not good. So mm. I had to stop being on it.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty common for people, especially when they're first trying to find meds that work for them, that they're nervous about what it's gonna do, especially for creative people. I feel like you hear that a lot where they're like, oh, I was worried I like wasn't gonna be funny anymore. Or, like I wasn't gonna be like wasn't gonna have that same juice that makes me the gifted artist. There, that I am.
0: there was a TikTok trend this year, which I know of course you'll have not seen, but it was like <laughs> I can't go on antidepressants. What if I lose my sparkle? And then it'll be like the sparkle yeah. and it'll be someone panning to like their room full of like pizza. Box.
1: yeah exactly and that's the thing here where diane's just like yeah but like my best stuff and guy's like you're not doing anything like this seems like an unfounded fear and then she says like oh i'm worried that you're not gonna recognize me and he says i don't really recognize you now
0: oh not the nicest thing to say
1: it's not but like yeah she's basically saying like last time i like broke out and i gained weight and i didn't like how i felt and it made dawson's creek bad he's like dawson's
0: creek was always bad which is true it was always mm -hmm. bad have you watched Dawson's Creek? No
1: I, I was just aware of it in the sense that it was on, so I could tell you like there was Katie Holmes in it and you know that other guy, James Vanderbeek.
0: I've seen every episode of Dawson's Creek.
1: You've seen every episode of Dawson's Creek.
0: Yeah, my sister and I watched it on DVD.
1: Wow. And I heard that on the streaming version they don't have the theme song
0: on the DVD version, they don't have the theme song because they couldn't afford Whoa. the rights.
1: Wow, that's a bummer. I think
0: they have it on season one, and then on the finale of the last season, it comes back, and you're like,
1: what?
0: Oh, my God, I don't want to (laughs) wait. I don't want to wait. Anyways, Dawson's Creek is bad because the entire (laughs) premise is based on the fact that we're supposed to like the character Dawson, and he sucks (laughs) so much. He's such a – he's just – a giant movie loser and like hmm. not in like a way of like liking movies and being normal in a way of liking <laughs> movies and he's obsessed with Steven Spielberg.
1: <laughs> That's a scorching hot take. It's
0: like I feel like a film guy in the 90s like yeah Steven Spielberg did a lot of stuff <laughs> but like he wouldn't be your like main guy. <laughs>
1: Okay, question: Do you think Dawson would have paid for the Garden State movie?
0: Yes, <laughs> absolutely, yes, and it's probably his favorite movie. We have a callback,
1: hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Like, or just, I just—I feel like people who actually like movies, and like, I'm not a—I'm not one of those people, so I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in the '90s, would have been much more into like Stanley Kubrick.
1: Yeah, <laughs> definitely not being like, mm, Jurassic Park, am I right?
0: Mm. <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> E.T. He loved E.T.
1: E. E. T. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so bad. You're speaking truth to power, Kirsten. Well, without Diane to speak truth to power, the
0: show got bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There oh, my God. Okay, so back to L.A. for I. And here's the thing. I kind of just want to go in chronological order because I feel like the way everything packages up at the end of the episode mm-hmm. is, like, very beautiful Perfect. and moving, and I, I don't yeah. want to interfere with that.
1: Yep. Yeah. No. Fair.
0: Okay, so we go back to L.A., and Judah is negotiating, like, an absolute boss on behalf of mm-hmm. all of the assistants, and... They, it's like you've been very generous, but it looks like you're making up for the ca- the loss of revenue by getting rid of birthday cakes, and we're not willing to do that. And Princess Carolyn goes, okay, fine, well, but we're grouping birthdays, so it's only once a month. And they agree to treat assistance like recycling rather than garbage. It's next to the garbage, but we can recognize that one day it might, you know, ascend to a better than garbage. <laughs>
1: level might be upcycled to a higher status or something yeah yeah I love this and I also love the take of like yeah everyone hates office birthdays but everyone wants cake so (laughs) my
0: office you have to bring your own cake what like everyone brings a dessert on their own birthday
1: what is this horrible situation you're working in
0: is that the worst thing you've ever heard in your life
1: Oh my god, that is brutal. I have a policy where I make an effort to take a vacation day on my birthday every year. And this year I had planned to take a vacation day, but then Cam had COVID. So I had to go to work on my birthday. And then everyone else in my office left for the Bahamas on that day and I didn't get to go and it was a big bummer. And I, and I didn't get a cake because no one knew because I just started there.
0: Well, see, if you had brought your own, you wouldn't have had that problem. <laughs> like,
1: like I know I've only been working here for four days, but I brought this cake. Everyone sing to me.
0: <laughs> well, no one, we don't sing to anybody. But like we just, eat the cake? we just we just eat the cake like we just the cake gets put, we have a specific place where snacks go, and then an mm. email will go out to the office that says not work related, cake related. Mm-hmm. There's cake in the regular spot.
1: Man, every time I get an email like that, I really have to work hard not to just like instantly get up from my desk and I, run.
0: I do. I get up. I get, every time we get an email like that, I get up and I go. And the bad thing is, is I work in a really large office with a lot of very generous people. So we sometimes will get those emails more than once a day. And I'm like, yeah, I already had a macaron, but I deserve a Girl Guide cookie too. You do. <laughs> and I, I take the snacks every time as long as there's something for me.
1: Oh, yeah, I always try to have something of an attitude of being like, well, I guess I could wander over this way since I'm going anyway. Yeah, it's like, I guess
0: I'll see what's <laughs> over there. And then I was like, oh, people are cutting things in half. I guess I'll eat half of this chocolate croissant. But then Let's I went back 20 half. minutes later and took the <laughs> other
1: half. Big same.
0: What? Don't cut. Why, why are you cutting a donut in half? Stop it. Eat the whole donut. Yeah, stop it. Like, come on. Live a little. <laughs> But so, you know, the negotiations are solved and Princess Carolyn is feeling a little bit weird about the ending of it all because she's gotten to spend so much time with Ruthie and Judah also feels, you know, some kind of way about it, but he is, like, getting into his bike wear and, like, he's ready to go. Like, <laughs> I don't know how he changed from, like, business professional to cycling so fast, but he did.
1: Yeah. We see him, like, loosening his tie, and then he's just, like, instantly in cycling gear. He's like, yep, now I'm ready to leave.
0: And can I say, I, I don't know if I've said this on the pod before, and I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, Judah's so hot.
1: Is that an unpopular opinion? I think Judah's smoking. Has
0: Judah always been hot?
1: I think he's gotten more appealing, but I think he's always been hot.
0: I think he had his hair in a bun to go biking, and that's when I noticed, like, you know? yeah I don't I just don't think I can rock with like the super professional wear. but when I saw him dressed down, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> hello. Judah. Hello.
1: <laughs> yeah. also shout out to Ruthie for being just like the best behaved baby in the world that Princess Carolyn could just like have her in this meeting. <laughs> no one cares.
0: yeah, Ruthie's a queen.
1: yeah, we love her.
0: when I was at the airport, there was a baby, not a baby, like a toddler, and they were screaming a little bit. And then their mom just kept, like, lightly touching both shoulders and going, this is too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's too much, man. And
0: I was like, okay.
1: <laughs> this is too much.
0: <laughs> this is too much. She had to tell the baby, like, work? a couple of times. But then the baby didn't yell on the plane one once, so. Good. I mean, I guess I can handle some shrieking in the airport if the plane is quiet. Yeah. It was also the shortest flight in the world, you know, Vancouver to Victoria, up, down. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very it short. It takes longer to board. Princess Carolyn tells Judah that he's the best assistant she ever had, and he said, you don't need ever in that sentence. It's implied. Mm-hmm.
1: Best assistant.
0: <laughs> Ugh, I love Judah. Bojack and Shrona do not get to talk at AA, but he does meet Todd at the diner because he is just mm. not really wanting to be in his house right now.
1: I feel like it's been a while since we've been in this diner, is that right?
0: Yeah, I feel like it's been a minute.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Todd's like, yeah, I understand why you feel reminded of what a dick you were when you're in your house, because when I'm in your house, I'm reminded of what a dick you are as well.
0: And you know, and Todd is busy updating his asexual dating app profile. He says, look at this busted photo from over a year ago that looks exactly like him right now.
1: <laughs> I loved that so much where it's just an identical picture of him with this happy little smile.
0: <laughs> I love Todd.
1: Yeah, um, And Todd so loves being
0: a nanny.
1: Yes, he calls himself a hype man for babies, which is very good.
0: I think he should list it just as nanny, but, you know, <laughs> he, he's good at sales.
1: Mm-hmm, that's right.
0: He says, it's weird that someone once held me and said they would love me forever. What happened?
1: It's so bad. And he's like, I don't know. Moms are weird. Bojack's like, yeah, moms are weird.
0: I mean, two people with mom issues at that table, for mm-hmm, sure. Big time. So Bojack says that someone in AA said that they are a flight attendant. I don't remember what he says stewardess. And yeah. Todd says that the approved like name is like flight servant, um, yeah. which <laughs> is not really laugh. <laughs> not right. But I did laugh. And so the the stewardess wakes up in a new town every day, and that sounds very appealing to Bojack. So he would like to travel. He's gonna leave.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, clean slate, new place every day. It's great.
0: I mean, I don't think you can go to a new place every day if you're not a flight attendant or a pilot. That's fair. Yeah. So at the airport, Bojack is getting a Cinnabunny from a very cute girl named Maud. She is cute.
1: I like her little ears.
0: She's so adorable, <laughs> and the little Cinnabunnies are also. And mm-hmm. Maud is voiced by Echo Gillette.
1: Hmm. Do we know her?
0: They've they've not done a lot of stuff. They have three credits as self, and then
1: Bojack Horseman. Oh, okay. Yeah, if Maude's like, make the change you wish to see in the world, and then does like a long bit about like saying goodbye to the change. Very cute. <laughs> yeah, she's adorable. She does this cute little wink thing where she's in on the joke. It's good stuff. Yeah,
0: very adorable. Also at the airport are Mr. Peanut Butter and Joey Pogo, because they are leaving on a speaking tour about depression.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mr. Peanut Butter tries to admit that he's not actually depressed to Joey Pogo, and he's like, "Wait, let me check something." He like looks at his glass, and, like just as I suspected, half full.
0: And this is where Joey Pogo is like, "No, but from the material that my mom read to me, sometimes the most happy people can actually be the most depressed." So, what if you're depressed, Mr. Peanut Butter's like, "What if you're depressed?"
1: <laughs> it's like we seem very happy. This is very bad. So they go to get the word out.
0: They have to get the word out. And they're mm-hmm. speak- their like video is so weird with like a mosquito and there's green grass and they're just, I didn't like it. I didn't write, mm. I-, I just wrote down, I'm uncomfortable because I was like, I-, I don't care for this. But Diane, of course, is watching the video, which I feel like just speaks to how depressed she is.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And her living room is just a disaster.
0: Full of pizza boxes.
1: hmm Coffee cups, cigarettes.
0: Yeah, we've we've all been there. Well, I Mm -hmm. guess, I think in theory, lots of people haven't been there, but to me, everyone's (laughs) been there.
1: Yeah, in different ways.
0: Bojack shows up to her house unannounced, and she's like, uh, the heat's broken, and takes him to a restaurant so that he doesn't see how her house is.
1: And she definitely protest too much when he's like how are you she's like i'm so great i'm great here are all the reasons why i'm great and then he's like okay can i stay over She's like no
0: yeah and you know to be fair she does have a lot of good things in her life but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean she can't be not fine
1: yes definitely and then when she brings it back to her house she admits that maybe she's depressed and
0: she admits that why she's afraid of antidepressants she's worried that they might make her nothing and that you know you'll go through all of the layers of nothing and you'll just continue to find nothing underneath, which I think is a super common fear when, like, looking to get medication for your mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Like, a a lot of times, like, when you're on the wrong medication, it will make you feel super numb, right? Which is not the goal. But Bojack says, someone was really mad at me recently and he said, Bojack, you ruin everything. That's what you are. And it took him saying it out loud for me to realize how stupid that is. So... He came to Chicago to thank her for believing in him when he couldn't and encouraging him to get the help he needed.
1: Yeah, which is nice for sure. And I did also kind of like Diane's little glib response where he's like, someone got mad at me recently. She's like, mad at you? (laughs) I can't imagine.
0: I mean, can you imagine someone getting mad at BoJack Horseman?
1: Never. Yeah, it's nice. It's good that BoJack, he is trying still to do the work of being accountable for the shitty things that he has done. And it's nice to hear him say, like, it's a bit of a cop-out to be like, I just ruined everything and there's no point in trying to change. So it's nice to hear him starting to move away from that.
0: We love personal growth and accountability.
1: We do. Love a growth narrative.
0: Um, so he sleeps on the couch, he wakes up, cleans Diane's living room, steals the scarf, and flies away to Connecticut mm-hmm. to see Hollyhock.
1: My notes say, I like that he cleaned the living room, less so that he stole the scarf.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Guy has lots of scarves.
1: Yes, probably. But this was nice. He cleans up. Her apartment looks so much better.
0: Yeah, Very nice of him. And that's also, I feel like I've seen a lot of threads recently that are like, what can you do for your friend with depression? And Mm -hmm. it's like, maybe do things like that that actually (laughs) helps.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say the exact same thing. I think especially when Diane is in this state, like she's going to be finding it probably really hard. Like she knows her apartment's a disaster. She didn't want him to see it, but like she's not right now... Feeling like she's capable of doing anything about it, and he, the fact that he just comes in and takes that off her plate for her, I'm sure is a huge help. Yeah,
0: very nice. Bojack goes to a show with Hollyhock and her best friend, Tawny. Tawny is voiced <laughs> by Geraldine Fiswanathan.
1: Do we know them?
0: They're very beautiful. No. Oh. Have I seen anything they're in? I don't think we know them. They're no. in a TV series called Janet King. Okay. They're in the
1: movie Blockers. I liked how Tani's hat just says hat in it in big block letters. I would love to wear a hat that just says hat on it. I
0: think that's very funny.
1: It's really good. I also loved how Hollyhock hugs Bojack when she sees him, where it just seems like such a sincere hug, and she seems delighted to see him, even though she's like, have but a little notice next time.
0: Hollyhock, growing up with – what's crazy is that Hollyhock grew up with more dads than anyone, but is like Mm -hmm. the healthiest. So
1: healthy. Yeah, true. She should have like eight times the dad problems.
0: It turns out some people are good at being dads. Who knew? Who knew? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, and so they only went – Bojack's like, I love music. And then they go to the show and he's like, is this what music is like when you're not on drugs? Maybe I hate music.
1: (laughs) I loved that so much. like, do I hate music? She's like, no, this is just terrible.
0: But they – They went to the show because Tawny is upset because they've lost the one drama teacher at this college, Wesleyan. Mm -hmm. Is that a real school?
1: Yeah, someone wrote in and said that they live close to Wesleyan.
0: It is Mm -hmm. one of the historic Little Three, a trio of prestigious liberal arts schools in New England. Is Connecticut New England?
1: Yeah, I think so. Our what? beloved Jules wrote in and said, fun fact for the horse girls, I live very close to Wesley in the university that Bojack teaches at and attends in season six.
0: Whoa. I did not know Connecticut counts as New England.
1: Yeah. All those ones up there, most of them are.
0: I, I didn't know.
1: <laughs> America. Oh. Um,
0: America. And Hollyock and Tawny like have very constructive conflict at this where like Hollyhock is explaining why she's upset and Tawny's explaining like why they don't apologize and they work through it which I feel like is really nice for Bojack to see some healthy conflict.
1: Totally yeah they work through it in spite of Bojack being like this is a teachable moment Hollyhock people will disappoint you and there is like no point in trying to do any of this and then Hollyhock goes you do this thing where you don't think you can be forgiven, so you don't apologize. But if you don't apologize, then I can't forgive you. So love that. Very
0: cute. Yeah. I do think you can forgive people without them apologizing.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it definitely makes it hard when you have someone in your life who's constantly hurting your feelings and then just being like, okay, I'm ready to move on now. And you kind of to feel like they're taking some accountability.
0: I, that is a very different thing. You're right.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of the thing she's saying where she's like, you always do this. Where you're like, I'm ready to be over it. And it's like, you can't just decide you're over it now.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Bojack is like, I'm going where it's not winter. And they're like, California? He's like, I can't go there. They suggest Mm-mm. Arizona, Florida, some parts of Texas. He ends up back in <laughs> back in LA.
1: Back at Cinnabunny.
0: Yes, back at Cinnabunny where Maude is talking to her mom on the phone about how people come to the airport just for the Cinnabunnies. And what if they could live in a, Cinnabun- a Cinnabungalow and be comforted <laughs> at home?
1: Yes, I love this wacky idea from Maud. So good. And she's like trying to get Bojack to tell her mom that he thinks it's a good idea, too. It's, it's good.
0: Very cute. Princess Carolyn tells Ruthie about Amelia Earhart, how she flew to the sun and everything was fine. Yeah,
1: uh-huh. and everybody cheered at the end.
0: <laughs> and Bojack shows up bringing a painting that he never gave a gift for Princess Carolyn getting Ruthie, and he's asking for a reference for her to do what she does in lie so that he can become the drama professor at Wesleyan.
1: Yeah, and it's the painting that has been behind Bojack's desk. when Princess Carolyn says, look what Uncle Bojack brought you, a 1970s interpretation of the Narcissist Smith. And then Bojack says, N- Narcissist, I thought it was about me. Uh, but I'm yeah good stuff
0: jokes on you bojack i they have a very cute conversation i do like when ruthie starts walking and bojack goes oh shit it walks already
1: i know i wrote that down too (laughs) it walks already (laughs) yeah she started a couple days ago
0: yeah and he so now princess carolyn is worried about missing everything because she has so much stupid shit to do at work and bojack says aren't you the boss why are you doing the stupid bullshit you need your own princess Mm -hmm. carolyn to take care of you
1: yeah, I also enjoy it, and this like this whole sequence is really good, but Bojack being like, like, Princess Carolyn starts crying, and Bojack goes, don't worry, she sucks at it now, but she'll get better at walking. <laughs> I mean, I
0: thought Ruthie was doing great work.
1: <laughs> she was. She's perfect. Then she does run into Bojack's narcissist painting. <laughs> I
0: really like Bojack being like, that's worth a lot of money. And it's like, no, Bojack, you paid a lot of money to have that made. That doesn't mean it's worth <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs>
1: Yeah, agreed. And I also enjoyed Bojack pointing out that in addition to all the other stuff she has going on, Princess Carolyn is also raising a child and a Todd.
0: He doesn't see how far Todd's come.
1: Mm -hmm. That's right.
0: So we get Bojack back at AA and he is sharing that he has trouble being in his home because it reminds him of the horse he was before. And if that isn't changing, how can he change? Mm -hmm. And after the episode, Sharona actually talks to him and he apologizes. She cuts his. Ha- she goes back to his house and cuts his hair for him. And mm-hmm. we find out Bojack's been dyeing his hair this whole time, and his natural hair is gray.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest. She says to him, like, what do you say? Once more for old times? I was like, no, Bojack, don't have sex with her. But I was really happy it was a haircut.
0: It would have never occurred to me that he was going to have sex with that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We also jumped over that it's been like two months now, and Bojack is waiting to hear back about that position at wesleyan where he wants to be the drama teacher yes
0: Dean squishy face calls him and lets him know that raven simone is circling overhead
1: i loved that like that is so like her (laughs) but yes gray hair on bojack it looks good
0: i mean he looks so different but yeah it looks Mm -hmm. good he gets the another call from Dean squishy face asking him to come next week to be the new professor and bojack says i'll be on the, the next plane tomorrow
1: Yeah, back to Cinnabunny. (laughs) Yeah, so back to
0: Cinnabunny. This is where we see the interaction between Maude and her ex-boyfriend, where they're talking about, like, why did you go out with me if you didn't like me? And she's like, I did like you. There's just some things I can't do.
1: Is it a Jesus thing?
0: (laughs) She's like, yes, it's a Jesus thing.
1: Yeah, if that'll end this conversation, then it's Um, a Jesus thing.
0: Yeah, and just for the record, Joel Booster, we love him for urgent care, but also (laughs) his, is it a movie or series, Fire Island? just came out it's a movie isn't it i think it's a movie yeah Yeah. it's on who i don't know where it is in canada if anywhere yet Mm. the other two big mouth search party every we loved Olkin kim booster we do we didn't want to miss out on on highlighting him
1: agreed bojack refers mod to todd's app
0: yeah because mod turns to bojack and goes it's not a jesus thing bojack's like yeah Mm -hmm. i didn't think it was
1: yeah, but also, I don't want to presume, but maybe you want to check out this app.
0: Yeah, which is very nice.
1: So cute. I love it.
0: So at this point, Bojack gets on his plane, and the plane is grounded in D.C. because of weather. And, like, literally so many drinks get spilled on him in a short period of time.
1: hmm <laughs> Like coffee and mustard and <laughs> all kinds like of things. Like two He's coffees. Disgusting. Yeah,
0: it's so gross. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to the mall, and he buys a new jacket, and it's... The first time we've ever seen Bojack, like, I mean, we've seen him in, like, tuxedos and stuff and, like, costumes. So this is the first time we're seeing Bojack not at work, not in his, like, blazer and sweater.
1: Yeah. He's in a little bomber jacket. Love this new look for Bojack. He looks great. Yeah. Yeah. They had also been told that probably your luggage is gone forever, so he had no choice seemingly but to go buy a new outfit.
0: Yeah. He also runs into Mr. Peanut Butter in D.C. because Mr. Peanut Butter is addressing Congress as the national face of depression.
1: Yeah, and it's like, I'm sorry, what, you're the face of depression?
0: Like that face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and then they go to the Smithsonian.
0: So they go to the Smithsonian and Bojack Sweater from Horsin' Around is there, but the whole kitchen for Mr. Peanut Butter's House is there. <laughs> And Bojack uh. does a very nice thing, and he says, uh. "Looks like you finally got your crossover episode." And uh. they go into the set, and Bojack's trying to like act as though like their teenage adopted children are dating, and Mr. Peanut Butter is just so excited and overwhelmed, and he's crying that it's the best day ever.
1: He's <laughs> like, "I hope they're not having s e excuse me. This is the best day."
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's so overwhelmed and then someone is mm-hmm. like two women are watching and they just turn and they're like yeah he's the face of depression
1: yeah i loved this so much it's so cute and i just love bojack like being nice in these cute little ways that are so personalized like it's great i love yeah, it
0: super nice bojack sees a pamphlet for like i didn't write down what it's called some sort of historical horse community
1: Yeah, that's called old town Horseburg. <laughs>
0: yeah same difference. We have a
1: someone wrote in about it.
0: <laughs> oh, perfect. We go back to California and see Princess Carolyn has called Judah over and has offered Judah a job as head of operations at VIM, and he will be a partner with a stake in the company and his own birthday cake.
1: hmm Incredible. And he's like, I am super interested, and I'll start right away.
0: She's like, your first task is giving me every third Friday off to spend with Ruthie, and also the copier is making a weird smell. And he's like, I'm familiar with the smell. I'll investigate immediately.
1: Yeah, and he instantly does the switch into business clothes.
0: He showed up in his cycling clothes, and he's like, "Sorry, I about like my unprofessionalism. I was in the middle of like cycling when you called me over here." And he's like, "She's like, are you interested in an interview for this position?" And he's like, "I am." And she goes, "Do you want the job?" And he goes, "I do."
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's very good.
0: Yes, very good. And he goes straight back to his suit, as you said, and he goes to investigate the copier making a weird smell. We get Todd about to call his mom when he gets Mm -hmm. a match on his dating app with Maude.
1: I love this so much. So I, I'm going to be honest. I had completely forgotten about Maud, but I love this, that she's like, got, all we know about her already is like, she's cute and she's funny and she does these weird little shenanigans and she has this like wacky idea for like a a bungalow. Yeah. Like already this seems great.
0: It seems like not only is she also asexual, but she's like super compatible with Todd. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the thing where I think they've done such a good job in her like, two minutes of total screen time where you're like oh this isn't just it's the only two asexual people i know so we should get them together and now these people are very compatible
0: yeah it's and i love how they build up getting to know her through bojack taking
1: multiple trips like
0: really cute really well done i'm excited to see what happens next with Maude now that they've matched yes very excited and it's a big step for todd that he was gonna call his mom yeah i wonder i wonder what that means Mr. Peanut Butter calls Pickles and Pickles is very upset because she thought it would be easy to get even, but she slept with 32 people if you count the two sets of twins as two people and not four.
1: Which we do. Which they
0: do. And it's not working. She just wants to cheat on her mister with mister. Mm-hmm. And that's where mister like looks at Joey Pogo and is like, I have an idea.
1: Mhm. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's been a minute since we've seen Pickles, I think, hasn't it?
0: Well, Pickles wasn't in this episode at all, and I don't yeah. think was in the last episode either.
1: Yeah. So he says like, "Oh, what's the matter my gherkin or whatever?" And I was like, "All right, Pickles, I forgot we had this like weird cheating storyline."
0: Yeah, I did not realize that this was ongoing, but you know, she hasn't found the right person to sleep with yet. Diane greets guy at the airport who is waiting with a sign that says Dawson's Creek was always bad. Mm-hmm. Which, you know signifies a lot
1: mm-hmm. she's taking your antidepressants
0: and bojack goes to again this historical horse town and watching the like fake church service d- brings him some peace
1: mm-hmm. yeah and he's like going to everyone and they're like oh turn to the horse next to you and like extend your offer of peace or whatever and he really seems moved by it it really, it seems like it was seeing a lot of horses that he doesn't have history
0: with, I think was a big step for BoJack.
1: Yes. And they're all offering him peace and grace. I love that.
0: I think we should turn to the horse girl next to you and offer them some peace and grace. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. <laughs> and that's <laughs> and that's it. That's the episode.
1: Oh, I love it. So good. So
0: good. I cried.
1: A rare optimistic ending. And I will say, I think next week is the like mid-season break or yes, whatever i and believe they, so they, and they didn't hit us over the head with a tragic episode like normally a penultimate episode is really hard and they didn't do that here they did a really nice optimistic one
0: thank you Raphael bob oxberg
1: <laughs> even though it's called the face of depression we're like so good so optimistic
0: <laughs> if mr peanut butter is the face of depression yeah true you know <laughs> this face
1: that face we have a bunch of stuff even though it's only been two days
0: amazing I even tweeted out that we were doing it.
1: Oh, amazing. Good for you.
0: From my sick bed.
1: Natalie said, this is one of my favorite rewatchable episodes. It shows us who Bojack could be once he's healed. It gives me so much hope. IDK. <laughs> also, Diane's journey in this episode and the rest of the season is one of the only times in any piece of media that I've seen a character gaining weight, especially a woman, and it's shown us an unequivocally healthy and good thing. I love that this show made this decision. It was genuinely so revolutionary. And the final scene at the Horsey Church with, quote, take me down easy. I cry every time. It's such a beautiful emotional release from this goofy dark show. The writers are really smart to allow the pseudo ending at the midseason point to give the audience the respite from everything we've been through. <laughs> the season is brilliantly crafted.
0: Yes. And we didn't say that Diane appears to have gained weight when she picks up Guy from the airport. But she does. She looks Her face is a little bit rounder and fuller.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was one of the things she was worried about when she was saying she didn't want to take her pills. And I love just what Natalie said here, where I love that they're showing it as like, this is a good thing for her. It is great that she's on these and that she's willing to give it a try. Not every time is the medication that you discover going to be the right one for you. And it seems like she has found one that is working for her. And that's great. Yes. Noah, who we haven't heard from in a minute, wrote in and said... I have the same problem with this episode that I did with Stupid Piece of Shit. Bojack is doing better and he's learning to hate himself less, but his forgiveness is coming mainly from himself. An important step for sure, but what about all the people he's hurt along the way? I don't know. I think we're starting to see him make amends. I th-
0: See, the thing is, is I feel like in this episode, we saw Bojack being super nice to a lot of people, <laughs> mm. which is yeah. a huge step. And I, I don't know. I just think that this feels so different from any other time that Bojack has tried to do anything. And though I can see the point that, you know, Bojack has still done bad things, and we should be concerned about that. Mm-hmm. It is also a very important journey for someone with addiction to be able to actually work on themselves. I and mean, he's done so much time in therapy that.
1: Mm-hmm
0: yeah, I don't know. it's it's not like we've like we saw him see Diane, Princess Carolyn, Todd, and Hollyhock. and like mm-hmm. all of them seem happy with the progress that he's making.
1: yeah. and I do think like I don't want us to suggest, and I don't think we have, but I don't want to suggest that like just because he's done one nice thing, like he did a nice thing for Mr. Peanut Butter, he did like one nice thing for Diane. That doesn't erase all the bad stuff he's done, but I think it's an important first step.
0: Yeah, and like we don't get to see every single thing that Bojack does all of the time, and so the fact that those people are seeming okay with him, I think is supposed to give us the cue that we also can be a little bit okay with him.
1: Noah also discovered a really cool Easter egg, which is, did you notice the windows in the church that Bojack visits? They're made of rose-colored glass.
0: Oh, I did not notice
1: that. Love that. Yeah. We have a message from Cherry, who says, This has some of the most heartwarming moments in the show and almost makes up for a shred of the damage dev has done to me. <laughs> almost. Also, local DC fun fact, the end of this episode where Bojack goes to the horse church in Horseburg... It- is based off middleburg it's about an hour and a half outside of dc closer to where dulles actually is and the town is known for having a very high prevalence of horses it's very cute and quaint and i went ghost hunting there once
0: oh my god okay well i love everything about that i would like to hear more about the ghost hunting
1: yes please send more information please oh that's so sweet Yeah. And then Mads wrote in. Mads is the one I mentioned before who (laughs) says, I recently found your podcast and have been binging ever since. I love BoJack and this podcast allows me to do my uni work while consuming BoJack media. And I love your ramblings and nuanced takes. I feel like you both oppose and compliment each other. And the podcast is as harmonious as any BoJack podcast could be. It's funny listening to the old episodes from early last year before you got your vaccines. It's like a time capsule looking back and thinking about how far we've come. Can't wait to catch up on the podcast and hear this when I get up to date, but you might beat me to the finish line. Lots of love from Australia. Can't
0: wait till they catch up and are like, oh, no, I'm cursed.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're from the other Victoria. Oh, I love that. Victoria, Australia. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. And lastly, Alex, we've had two patrons write in, I think. These are, uh, yeah, Noah and Alex, both recent patrons. Thank so, you. Uh, Alex said, I remember – so Alex, as a patron, wrote and said, I remember you bringing up 90s movies as a possible topic of discussion on Patreon, and I would love that. You mentioned the movie 10 Things I Hate About You, which is my favorite movie right now. I watch it all the time. I love movies in general, so listening to you guys talk about your favorite movies sometime would be fun.
0: I love 10 Things I Hate About You, so would definitely yeah, – that as <laughs> I
1: mentioned that as a potential Patreon thing we should talk about if we could find a way to weasel it in that isn't related to the – bojack extended Universe. i mean i
0: think that we'll <laughs> we'll keep things connected to the extended universe for a little while and then i feel like we're just gonna branch out and do whatever the hell we want
1: <laughs> yes agreed yeah um,
0: that's all amazing so i did we got a tweet this morning from jasm Gurley saying listening to bojack horse and hearing saying who is too big to voice themselves in the same episode where paul mccartney voiced himself most of the celebrities <laughs> voice themselves you're right you're right
1: I can't remember. When I was thinking about that, I was like, did we say who's too big to not voice themselves? Like, I feel like the big people voice themselves a lot of the time and are too famous to be like Joey Pogo, but Hillary Swank.
0: <laughs> I feel like it happens a lot, but then yeah. I, I don't really know how they. I feel like we talked at some point about how they decide who voices themselves and who doesn't, but I think it ultimately is just who says
1: yes. Yeah, fair.
0: <laughs> we got a tweet from BoJack Hidden Jokes just saying, no questions, just a warm heart for this episode. Cute mm. face emoji, heart emoji. And then Morgan asks Do we think that Mr. Peanut Butter and Joey Pogo going on the face of depression tour would ultimately help or hurt the cause? It would raise awareness and normalize depression, but also probably spread misinformation since they aren't actually depressed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's interesting. I think one of the things that could be pretty effective is the idea even if it's not true i think the idea of like these people who look like they have it all together and are so happy all the time that those people might actually have something going on that you don't know about i think that that's an important thing to get out there but the fact that it's not true really undermines
0: it well yeah because like there are examples of like actual people with depression Mm -hmm. that seemed like they were totally fine that you can use
1: yeah yeah
0: exactly But more awareness for depression is always good. And I guess it just depends on if they have good people, you know, working behind them to make sure they have accurate Mm -hmm. info.
1: Yeah, I think that is very fair.
0: Yeah. But that's, that's it. That's all.
1: That's it, that's all.
0: Well, if you would like to be part of the conversation, you can tweet us at Bojack Horsepod. You can email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash bojackhorsepod, where we have some extra content already there and more to come very soon. You can follow Lindsay with the Simpsons London Now podcast, which does have a recent new episode. And if there's not a spike in downloads, I will find you and burn down your house. Just kidding. I would never put in that much work, but just listen anyways as if I would. And you can follow me everywhere at kirsten said what including twitch.tv slash kirsten said what this week on the temptation Islander or hop up myself and maggie will be joined by matt hoffman and Brittany haynes from big brother 12 to talk about the hot the hot dummies on that island it's gonna be great you can also hear me talking about riverdale over on kowski cast that's cow with a k and on The Mess Magnets, talking about celebrity gossip, pop culture, and trending topics of the great Sasha Joseph.
1: Yay. It's too much. Kate,
0: <laughs> listen. This is fine. Four weekly podcasts is
1: totally normal, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm choosing... You're literally unwell.
0: <laughs> I am literally unwell, but it's not the podcast. I mean, I guess tangentially it's kind of the podcast fault, <laughs> but like, not really.
1: Um, True, tangentially. Tangentially
0: it's a little bit, but you know what? It's fine. But... Anyways, that's all for now. Lindsay and I will be back next week to talk about Season 6, Episode 8 of Bojack Horseman. A quick one while he's away. See you then.
1: Bye.